But I was raised in North Braddock, which a lot of people know Braddock because John Fetterman mm -hmm. lives there now. But that steel mill I that that is right outside his window is where uh, many of my relatives worked. Um, so I come from a family of you know, union members and worked in Port Authority. Um, my mother is one of 12, 12 kids that all kind of lived in, in the Pittsburgh area. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Lehigh Valley with Love podcast. I'm your host, George Wacker. In this episode, we're talking to Lehigh County Judge Candidate Marilyn Shields. If elected, she would be the first African-American judge in the county's 208 year history and only the second Spanish speaking one. We clearly talk about her time in Braddock. I, I obviously want to give John Fetterman a shout out. Uh, he's always welcome on this podcast. But with Marilyn, we really get into why she wants to be a part of this. She chose to be a part of the Lehigh Valley. And I think that's really interesting. And we're gonna learn, learn a lot more about her um, journey here in this episode. Wanna give a big shout out to our sponsors, the Burke Insurance Agency, Michael Bernadine with Howard Schaefer and Associates Real Estate. And of course, Adventure X, if you saw our latest episode, if you didn't, you should. Uh, we're gonna be recording on site there. Uh, throughout the spring and summer, we want you to get involved, hit up the show notes, get in contact with us. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. So let's hear from Lehigh County Judge candidate, Marilyn Shields. Okay, Marilyn, thank you so much for taking the time out to join me today. How are you? I am great. I'm the, tired, want, but I'm great. I'm running on fumes. <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> So I want to start out right with this, because when I was looking on your website, the thing that stuck out to me the most is said, if elected, you would be the first African-American judge in Lehigh County's 208-year history, and only the second Spanish-speaking judge. But the first part is, you'd be the first African-American judge, period, not female or male. You know, that surprises me a little, that there hasn't been an african-american judge in the history you know what what does that mean to you on, on top of all of this well that's a big question uh and i don't know that it had occurred to me i mean i knew it i've been living here long enough to know right. that i haven't come across any judges that uh judges black judges any judges of color generally here mm -hmm. Um, and I've practiced in other counties where I've certainly had the experience of being in front of other judges, uh, in front of judges that are black. But I, I was doing a little research in this process and our county was created, Lehigh County, don't tell people in Lehigh County, but it's a spinoff <laughs> of Northampton County. So Northampton County used to span from New Jersey, like into Harrisburg, Dauphin County, and then oh, it wow. just started getting broken up. So Lehigh County became Lehigh County in December, December, well, 1812, but December 1812 was when they had their first court term. Mm -hmm. And yes, there's, there's never been a black judge in the history of Lehigh County. And there's, there's a lot of uh, weight that goes to that. It, look, I'll tell you, it wouldn't be the first time I've been the first of something, mm -hmm. um, and that's that's not a good thing. And I'm not suggesting that Lehigh County is somehow horrible, racist, but, but that no. doesn't mean anything. I think part of it is there haven't been opportunities. I asked my husband, as I said, has has anyone ever run? Because I, I didn't know. And my history only goes back so far. I've, I've got mm -hmm. 2006. 
I know what I've experienced. Mm -hmm. And he said, I think so. As Glenn Clark, I don't know if you know uh, Glenn Clark. He's still a practicing attorney in the area, but he apparently ran for judge. I think he also ran for DA, I believe, a couple of times, too. So there haven't been, it's not like there's been this number, like 10, 20, 30 opportunities to elect a black judge in Lehigh County. As far as I know, there have been two of us. Yeah, it's just, it was just interesting to me. And it just, and again, it's nothing, I'm not saying anything bad about the county, of course. Um, But it was just interesting that, you know, not only would you not be the first African-American, but just period. So man, man, woman, child, doesn't matter. (laughs) I'm always interested in this. So I want to get your path to the Lehigh Valley since you did not grow up here. Um, You came the way via Ohio. Uh, How? (laughs) So, well, then you you tell me, you tell us, how did you end up in the Lehigh Valley? And if you could tell us, you know, what what are you currently doing now as a profession? Sure. I was born in North Braddock. Well, I was born in Pittsburgh and everyone born in Pittsburgh was born at one place. They were born at McGee Hospital. There's one place where children are born. (laughs) So I was born at McGee (laughs) Hospital, but I was raised in North Braddock, which a lot of people know Braddock because John Fetterman mm-hmm. lives there now. But that steel mill I that that is right outside his window is where uh, many of my relatives worked. Um, so I come from a family of okay. you know union members and worked in Port Authority. Um, my mother is one of 12, 12 kids that all kind of lived in, in the Pittsburgh area. So I grew up North Braddock, my mom, dad, sister, until like I was in fourth grade when my father passed away. He had, um, he died very unexpectedly, gun violence. Um, and my, so that left us with mom right. and a lot of family members, but you know, my mom was a single mother from the time I was in fourth grade. And although she was a, like the superstar in school, graduated high school with all A's that's just what you didn't go to college that's just not what you did you you'd go work somewhere Mm -hmm. my grandmother used to work as a domestic and my grandmother used to tell the story that she lived on a farm in Texas so actually my story goes back to Texas before that and she hated the farm she hated like just hated it and Everyone in her family lived and died on the farm. And when I say that, like they were born, like literally mm-hmm. birthed on the farm and they would die on the farm. And you know, one of the weird things about COVID, it's given me some extra time around the house. And I was doing some Ancestry.com, you know, searching. Yeah, I was actually I'm on able there to, too. You've done that, yeah. right? Yep. And you can find birth records and you can find death records and you can see, yep, they're on the farm and on the farm. You didn't get yep, to my- it's, I mean, I don't want to go too far off here, but yeah, yeah, my mom started before she passed away. She started it, and then w- my sister and I kept it up. And you're going back to like the 1600s with some of these, um, and it's really interesting to see. So I'm, yeah, I'm not telling you, I did the DNA thing. I'm not recommending that for everybody. I was just, right. I had to find out. So yeah, Right. It was it was one of those, I, I, I didn't know how far you could go back because mm-hmm. I for the longest time, we were just stuck with what people remembered. And 
Yeah, sure. that usually only gets you to like grandma. <laughs> Maybe great who, grandma if you're. And like, who knows how those stories have changed along the way? Ex exactly, right? <laughs> exactly. But she she told my grandfather that she would marry him if she if he took her off the farm. So that's how she ended up in Pittsburgh. She, oh, right. she we took her from Texas to to Pittsburgh. To Pittsburgh. They had to go that far. No, no thing in between part. was good. There, do not stop. Go. Do not collect. Was there any dollars. particular? Was there any particular reason, or was it just at the time that was the best fit? Or I, I have no idea why Pittsburgh, huh. but they ended up like in the Hill District area. Um, so that's that's why Pittsburgh. That you know the <laughs> happenstance of my grandmother really hating Texas <laughs> that much, <laughs> needing that to get away. out of the Longview, Fort Worth, Texas area and, okay. and come come north. Um, but I, I went to a school called Woodland Hills School District. You probably read some stuff about it, but it's a school that was created by a court merger. Okay. So when I was a kid, they were still working on desegregating areas where I grew up. Really? So they, yeah. So they took these 12, 12 areas, five different school districts, and smashed them together to create this super school district. People around here occasionally will say, oh, Woodland Hills, yeah, Parkland beat them at in Hershey back in the, sure. the yeah, 2000s. <laughs> yeah, that too. But <laughs> yes, um, that's the school that I went to. So I, I am... I, I'm Did so that experience shape you in the sense that you were a little bit, I don't want to say forced, but it seems like if you're all mushed together, did, did that... Cheap, you know. I I read that you know mock trial in high school is what really got you on the path to this. Right. Oh, absolutely. There's, there's. I have no doubt in my mind, and I'm not saying the 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 merger was a good thing or bad thing as a general matter. For me, it was good. You know, did the, that generate commitment? It it absolutely was perfect for me oh. because I was able to have these opportunities, educational opportunities that my mother didn't have. Right. right. That's why I was able to do mock trial eventually. That's why I was able to be a part of the gifted program. It's why I was able to do marching band and play a violin. I, I did all the things. I did, <laughs> and I've always been kind of like that. You know, you tell me there are 10 activities. I'd probably like to do seven or eight of them <laughs> if, I can, <laughs> if, if I can, if I can fit it in. But yes, it absolutely shaped my life. But not just for the activities I got out of it. There was a lot of tension in that school district and there's still tension in that area because not everybody was for it. Sure. And, and it wasn't, it wasn't even as simple as those in the predominantly black schools were universally for it because they saw that they were going to have more resources. Mm -hmm. A lot of them didn't want it either. It was a lot of people, it was kind of a forced was well, forced marriage, right? Right. <laughs> you know, some people are going to be happy with it. Some are going to say, you know, I don't want to be here anymore. A lot of people moved their children to other schools and charter schools weren't as big, but Shadyside Academy was certainly there. And a lot of people sent their kids there and Central Catholic, there's a Central Catholic in Pittsburgh. A lot right. of people sent their kids there instead. But for me, it was, it was wonderful. I had a, I, 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 they call it Woody High. Um, I, I'm a proud <laughs> Woody High grad. I, I what was the I, mascot? Wolverines. Like okay, that's good. Yeah. That's nice. yeah. Yeah. No, it's like some. Yes. 
solid color is tur turquoise black and white solid colors solid uniforms <laughs> the the football arena it's called the wolverina um yeah see that's is, yeah consistently rated as one of the best places to see a football game and it's because it's kind of in the middle of this town kind of unassuming you're there and then there's just a wall of stairs that kind of go straight up a hill and, like, and that's it real steep and you can see everything and i i highly recommend it to to see that's even like when i came down to watch one in the bethlehem area school district stadium I was up in the press box. I'm like this is, you know, it's crazy that this is a high school game. Up here. Oh yes, I mean, look, it's Western Pennsylvania, where you know it's well, football's high school, king. High school football is yeah. a big deal. It's a, it's a big deal. Um, you 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 either play, you cheer, or you march in the marching band. Right. <laughs> I march. I march in the marching band to get those trips because the trips that you get when you're in the marching band are pretty. Especially small. if you have a good, especially if you a good football team, you're going all over the state and to. Mm -hmm. The Burke Insurance Agency is family owned and operated since 1986. What else happened in 1986? Haley's Comet flew by, and that was pretty cool. The Burke Insurance Agency is located at 3446 Freemansburg Avenue in Bethlehem Township, and they represent Erie, Grange, and Progressive Insurance Companies. Tom and Kathleen are some of the nicest people in the Lehigh Valley, for real. They actually get to know their customers and care for them as if they were part of their own family. It's how a small business is supposed to be. They're also community-minded and support many nonprofits, which they are very passionate about. Give them a call at 610-691-3743 or find them on Facebook. Everything, again, is in our show notes. Don't wait around like Haley's comment called Burke Insurance today. And, like, speaking of going all the, over the state, you go from, well, then into, into Ohio, you go to Kenyon. Um, I go to Ohio. Um, and so then I, from, go ahead. Yeah. No, no, I did. Um, I, I, someone asked me, did you know you were going to go to college? I said, oh, I mean, I watched yeah. my mom kind of after my, my dad passed away, go to school. She went to community college and then she transferred to Pitt got her bachelor's degree, got her master's degree. And I saw, oh, that's a thing you can do. You can just go to college. You don't have to like <laughs> just go to work. I would love to delay, you know, working and go to college and have that experience. Mm -hmm. And she was the first in her generation to go to college. I was the first of my generation to go to college. And, you know, how, why Kenyon? I went to Penn State for a summer and I hated it. It was the worst experience of my life. I thought it was, too bad. It was it, there was, it was the middle of the summer and there were too many people and I didn't get it. I was like, why are there so many people here in rural Pennsylvania? Well, I, too, yeah. Cause the drive into Penn state is, is interesting. Cause there's, there's nothing. And then you're like, okay, I'm in this town where, you know, it, it, on football days, it's like the third largest city in the state, if not larger. Right. No, but I, I loved what it looked like. I just mm -hmm. didn't love how many people were there. So I sure. said, well, let's, start this over because I think at that point I was looking at like large schools like Johns Hopkins and Case Western Reserve and I said well let's go smaller and I I went smaller and I remember we were coming back from Penn State and I'm looking at the mail that had come while I was away mm -hmm. and I saw Kenyon and I said I saw Kalamazoo as well I, I do remember their stuff but I saw Kenyon and I said like 1500 students that's now, I graduated with 500 kids. Right. Um, 
So I went to a super school. I was ready for something completely different. And you could not ask for something more different than Kenyon College. It's mm -hmm. rural Ohio. I remember when my mom took me, she, you know, it's one of those one lane, two lane highway trips where you want to pass, you, you have to like chance your life. <laughs> yeah, you know, wait. You got to wait for that one dotted line. Yeah, wait for the, yep. the one broken dotted line, and you know, tr really trust your car. <laughs> yeah. And we we got there. It was a miserable day, foggy, horrible. But like, it, there are all these beautiful buildings, and I, rem I just remember, and there was food, and it was free, and there was coffee cake. I'm sold. <laughs> there was coffee cake, and I was like, Mom, this is. <laughs> <laughs> well, She's like, even, it's coffee cake. Yeah, well, my and mom I, said it's it's like you know. Even when, when we were looking for a house, they're like you know, and you're just gonna know, and you can't really tell you because you're just gonna know. That was me when I went to Moravian. We got on campus. I'm like, this is where I would like to spend a couple of years. You know, it's, it was just a feeling. Yeah, you right. I got there and it was mom. I hope we can afford this, which sure, I knew yeah. we could not. <laughs> Still paying it off. <laughs> Which we, I, I'm thankfully I'm not paying it off, but like good, I well, knew good. we could not. I knew we could not afford this. Right. It was just a. Could I dare to dream that I could go mm -hmm. to this place as opposed to, yeah, I knew I could stay in state and pay a, you know, a quarter, sure. but this was kind of, you know, dream big, see what happens. Right. Um, I applied there. I applied to Oberlin. I didn't apply. I was so stupid. I didn't apply any <laughs> other places. And I would never tell anyone to do it now. Mm. But I just had this, yep, that's where I'm going. And I went and I hustled. I, I, I got scholarships. That was great. But I also worked like every job. Like I was driving kids to the airport, like prospective students. They needed mm -hmm. someone to pick them up from the airport. They used to let students I mean, do that driving. So yeah. I barely had a license. I'm driving kids the hour to Columbus Airport. An hour, yeah. Yeah, that's I don't where know most fly kids. Now. No, that's where most kids decide they don't want to go to Kenyon. They fly into Columbus and then they say, "Oh, how far is it to campus?" And you say, "Yeah, that is an hour drive." <laughs> but the reason I picked Kenyon was it was only a three-hour drive from Pittsburgh. Like, well, and then some of that is that's the reason you go to a place like there. You know, you you want to have that hour ride away from an airport. You know, it's not. It's okay. I don't want to see the airport, right? I don't. Right. Want, it's, it's if okay. I wanted to be in the suburbs, I would have stayed in Pittsburgh and, and gone to a school near Pittsburgh. I I wanted something completely different. And but you do go from that rural Ohio to Philadelphia, right? Is that, Eventually, right? Yeah, so okay. I went back to Pittsburgh for law school because, mm -hmm. um, uh, as a professor told me, he said, you're not going to pay for law school. Like, you should figure out a way to not pay for law school if you can, because lots of people end up in jobs that they hate because they're trying to pay for college or law school. So. Mm -hmm. If you can get money, go there, <laughs> go back home. And then my mom said, you can come home, but you can't live at home. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> mom, come on. <laughs> no, but look, my mom, my, I, I think my no, mom I know. It's, yeah, it's, is good. Go She's yeah. been good. I, I wish, and I tell one of my partner friends this all the time, you gotta, you gotta let, let them fly a little bit. You know, mm -hmm. you gotta, I, I sound old, older than I am when I say it, but you you shouldn't want your kids 
if four years of living independently did not train me to live in my mom's house again. <laughs> right. And, there, and it's not, it's not even tough love. It's more like, this is just what you should be doing or, or, you know, the right path for you. Now, of course, that being said, if, if the floor falls out, of course you have a room here, but I've got a floor. wouldn't you, wouldn't you rather have your own space? Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, yeah, I, I, I wanted my own space. She knew I needed my own space. She mm -hmm. was, she was right. And I, like, I took little loans to do that. And, and as it turned out, like I met my husband very early in law school and I was mostly at his place. <laughs> like I wouldn't have been at home anyway. <laughs> I was largely staying at his, his condo in, in, uh, in Oakland. I'm mm -hmm. barely using my shady side apartment, but that's, um, I met my husband, Kevin. He's originally from Lehigh Valley. That's okay. If you ask, why am I here? <laughs> well, that'll be where did he go to? What high school did he go to? He went to Central Catholic. Okay. Lived in Parkland yeah. School District, but they all all the kids went to as good Catholic kids. He went to first. He went to Swain, then he went to St. Thomas More, then he went to Central Catholic. But now, you know, um, we're skip I think we skipped a bit. You did spend some time in Philadelphia, and that would be the question. You know, if you're working in that area, is it, do you want to, you know, settle down in the Lehigh Valley because your husband's from here? Or, hey, it really is the best place for us, you know? It was a mix. So after law school, yeah. um, Kevin decided, my husband's name's Kevin, he decided to clerk in Northampton County. And I wasn't ready to move to the Lehigh Valley yet. We weren't engaged. Like we had to put a ring on it. So there, to speak. It's no good. <laughs> We're good. We we knew we weren't gonna do long distance, right? I wasn't gonna mm -hmm. stay in Pittsburgh and you know, he's gonna be in Easton. That you know, we were adult enough to know like that's not <laughs> right. That's not a thing yeah. we're doing. Right. But I wasn't ready to move to the Lehigh Valley. So I I had a great opportunities to start in Philadelphia and do high-end civil litigation. I worked in a couple firms down there. And mm -hmm. I think if I had come directly to Allentown, I would have asked myself, could I, could I hang? Could I hang with those kids down there? Could I do that work? And the answer was yes. Mm -hmm. It's just not where we wanted to raise our family. It's not where we wanted to be. It's not where we wanted to build a life. I couldn't, I could imagine living in Elkins Park and going into the city and having a great time I couldn't imagine the life when we had kids or if we had kids. Yeah. If that was the part that never clicked. We had a we liked it. We loved Pittsburgh. We we just didn't we couldn't imagine it. And my husband was practicing with his father, planning to practice with his father and his brother, and that was his dream. And that's you know, I that's that's that was worth honoring, right? His father had built practice here in Allentown, had built a life um, that his older brother was already practicing in, and that was something he wanted. He knew that when he went into law school, so it wasn't it wasn't a surprise. It wasn't a bait and switch or anything like that. Right, and I, I think sometimes too the the benefit of hard work and, and accomplishing things is to have some flexibility of saying, hey we've done well enough that we can decide do we want to live in, in this area or that area like we have a choice so we, i'm gonna we, oh God. Well, i think i was gonna ask we, you yeah. what you were gonna say i was, I was gonna ask you um what is it like what do you like because you are you said 2006 ish is when you kind of made the permanent move 
how is the Lehigh Valley compare? And you don't have to be totally nice. I'm curious. How, how does it compare to some of the places that you've lived? Like, how is it different? How is it? Sure. Comparable. Um, it's hard. It, it was hard initially. Um, and it, it's tough for people that aren't from Lehigh Valley to break into the Lehigh Valley. Even mm -hmm. if you're married to someone from the Lehigh Valley. And we, I don't share the same last name as my husband. So a lot of people can go their entire life without necessarily knowing who I'm married to. And that's mm -hmm. perfectly fine. Um, but I've lived in D.C. Sure. Everyone's from somewhere else in D.C. So no one cares about that sort of thing. I've lived in Phil you know, the Philadelphia area. No one really cares. Now, mm -hmm. Pittsburgh can be a little bit parochial, a little bit where you're from. You know, are you a Yenzer or are you you're not? But I, I feel like the Lehigh Valley is, is definitely, they love theirs. <laughs> they yeah. want to know who, where you're from. Um, and that was, that was really hard for me at first, just to break into that and, and feel like I was home. You know, it was, it, it was Yeah. I mean, even for, I've been here since I started going to Moravian in 99 and I still definitely am somebody who did not grow up here. And there's, that's not something that you can ever change, but it does allow you to maybe look at things a little bit differently than, mm -hmm. um, but, but I think that's what makes the Lehigh Valley beautiful is you do have those same high school type football game atmospheres. while there's a burgeoning tech scene, you know, right. in, in some of the downtown areas. No, and I, I, it's, it's not that I don't love it. It, it I, sure. I do love it. This is, and I always tell people, because it comes up a lot, you'd be surprised in, in the campaign, the, you know, were you born and raised here? And you're like, no, but I did something better. I picked this. I, like, this was what I, this is what we wanted. We, yeah. we, you know, it's not an accident that I'm here. This was very deliberate. This was, we, you know, we literally came to this neighborhood and we said, well, do we want to go our kids to go to Salisbury <laughs> because our neighborhood has a row of Salisbury and then the rest is part. Yeah. Blue. Salisbury is like the weirdest. It's uh, that's another, yeah. Non-contiguous. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. Would you like to live in this smaller school district with higher taxes? And I mm -hmm. said, no, <laughs> I, would yeah. not like to, I would not like to pay higher taxes. Um, but you know, we were able to, think about that and and talk about that and you know east pens here and we we were very deliberate because i'm not someone that likes to move a lot i mean we've talked mm -hmm. about all the places i've lived but once we decided we were getting married it was let's find the house where we're gonna just right you, you have those like i think you move a lot quicker you know post high school through and then depending on your your path of course but even for us once we we got married it was like stop and we found the house and now we're kind of waiting until the next move. Right. And you, you settle and the, like just looking around my house, the thought of packing this up and moving somewhere, I'd rather no. burn it down. And start I look at houses on Zillow and they're every single house is like, you just say for sale and then you click on it. It's like contingent. It's, it's amazing how, um, you know, the real estate market in this area is too. And I think that goes to just the popularity of people who are now moving in, who are not, you know, from the area. And I don't, I think one thing that's interesting is that people like myself from, I don't want to speak for you, but I'm still interested in preserving the history of the area too. You know, I'm not interested in coming in and saying, if it wasn't here before I was here, forget about it. I think that's something that's unique too, is that people, they see that history and they embrace it. 
Right. Well, and and I think of it in the same way that I love Kenyon College, right? What I fell in love with was part of its history, right? Super old. Um, They could talk about how Paul Newman was there. They, you you could go to buildings and say, this is where this person did that. I love that history. But I was also pretty about the idea of adding to it and, Mm -hmm. and writing new chapters to the history and you know, there's probably a parallel with what I'm doing now. It's, mm. yeah, that history is great. All that stuff is great. Wouldn't it be great if other people got to experience that too? And what about what maybe I can add to that that might make it even richer for the next person in 25 years, 50 years? You know, I, I'm I'm big on trying to make places better than they were. And I hope that's what I'm doing. And it's not that... It's not me denigrating however many right. 208 years of history of, of you know, judges in, in Lehigh County. It's about saying, good, but how about this? <laughs> and I, th- I think some of it is when you say, and I'm not saying you, but like when you tell someone better, or you, they assume that you think that what they're doing is like somehow not good. But that's not the case. You know, I look at places like... Um, you know, Katasakwa, for example, um, they're going to have a burgeoning up and coming thing soon in their downtown area. I, I feel like after uh, this is all over, like they were poised to do it before COVID. And that's something where you're going to get change from people who maybe live in that area and may not want to see new businesses or things open up later or stuff like that. And I don't know. I think it's, it's a it really is the Leah Valley so interesting to me because it's such a melting pot, you know, and, and we do have all these different ideas and it's going to be interesting. It's a balance, right? Right. Uh, It's a balance. And you can love Pennsylvania Dutch, but Mm -hmm. really want to go down to the the corner bodega and and get a a genuine taco from someone that knows how to make them (laughs) and and not Tex-Mex style. You're right. You you can you can do there's room enough. I'm I'm, there's room enough for all of it. Um, You know, my husband's Polish. Um, we do like we do Valia, we do seven fish, but we also do you know black eyed peas and 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 catfish. I would love to have dinner at your house; would be amazing. <laughs> we we do it all. Some, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but look, I'm from Pittsburgh, so I love a pierogi. Sure. Like right. there's like one of my my death meal is our potatoes. Like French fries are like if I'm going out and I know I'm going out, just bring me French fries from the O. Um, a small will be sufficient because a small there is like, have you ever been to the O? Do you know what that is? No, I've been to, when I went, last time I was in Pittsburgh, I went to Permani Brothers and I, you know, went in there with the, I wanted the largest thing possible and it was, you know, epic. It's one of those meals you don't forget, but I it, have not been to the O. Okay. The O, there's a place called the original hot dog shop. The O, if you're familiar, it's the dirty O because it's dirty. But it's okay. It's okay that it's dirty. But they get these little, like, maybe this size, and look at my hand, of fries. Mm-hmm. And then they dump a whole basket of fries on top of it. So when I say a small, a small feeds four. Like, there's <laughs> four comfortably. Um, we, could, we could do that. But if you're, if you're really into Pittsburgh, you should probably go to Swissvale and get, um, go get a destroyer. From, mm-hmm. There's a place that's the battleship. They have their hoagies. Do they call, say call them hoagies here? Yeah. 
They're mo- yeah, I, we have guys like a hoagie. Yeah, more it's hoagie. a hoagie. Okay, so they have their hoagies, and their their size is like as long as a table. You, you're, it's the kind of place where you go for your the battleship, the destroyer, and they're all just looking for a bigger home. Find Mike. Looking to downsize? Find Mike. Looking for a home in the Poconos? Find Mike. Looking for your very own bat cave? Find Mike. When looking to navigate the Lehigh Valley real estate market, the first move is to always find Mike Bernadine with Howard Schaefer and Associates of Remax Real Estate. He can help you build the right game plan to achieve all your real estate goals, whether it be a home with 10 bathrooms, a home with a large garage to park your Tesla or vintage Ford Pinto, or just something perfect for you and your family. Finding Mike Bernadine is always the best way to go. So, what are you waiting for? To make all your Lehigh Valley real estate dreams come true, all you have to do is find Mike Bernadine with Howard Schaefer and Associates of Remax Real Estate. Yeah, it's the triangle. It's and that's like with Lehigh Valley is fun because whenever I'm having like a slow day on social media, you put out how you like Yakos more than pots or something. With hot dogs, and people just get—they freak out, and we talk about it all day. But I think that's the beauty of it: is that we live in a place where you have seven different types of hot dogs that are all fantastic. Hey, yeah, you know, I had my first Yakos hot dog, and no, I was—if no. you want to get elected, I would probably be careful what you say next. It was takeout Yakos, which was probably not—that's probably not how you one should experience your first Yakos as someone. Uh, I'll, I'll never forget. It was a uh, Jean, my, my husband's best friend from <laughs> St. Thomas More days. Uh, his dad brought Yakos home. Like we we're going to watch a football game and he brought Yakos. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't understand this whole chili on the hot dog thing. Oh, I, I didn't get it. I didn't get it. But I would, now I, would I have choose... pots is right here. So yeah. I just, I just go to pots. I prefer pots. But it would be a sad world if there was no Yakos to compare it to. And we still love going. There's the one on Airport Road um, that is basically, you know, like a little McDonald's, but it's local. And it's fun. Like, I would prefer to go there if we're just getting some fast food than somewhere else, you know. Not the one in Ice Cream World? Which one is that? Well, you're down. Oh, because you're near Dorney. Yeah. Well, we're the one up by um, Airport Road. So it's even the beauties are all over. Yeah. It's a double dip. You can get... You can do five dollars, two hot dogs, chips, and a drink. It's like it's a it's a steal, <laughs> and then you can just go get your ice cream right after. It's very nice. It's fantastic. I love living here, but it's like horrible for your health. Um, speaking of that, though, and I'm kidding. There, there's great food here. You're a runner. Is there any? What are some of your favorite places to run in the Lehigh Valley? I know that I talked to Matt Turk, who's running for uh, mayor of Allentown. He's a huge runner and runs all over Allentown. Do you have any? favorite spots or now this is gonna sound horrible i have not run outside in quite a while uh, i know i'm not blaming you <laughs> um i because yeah i i haven't run outside for for a myriad of reasons some okay. covid related others sure. it's just cold but mm-hmm. the biggest thing is when i run i run at five in the morning oh yeah and i have run at five in the morning outside when my treadmill broke um, mm-hmm. and it was you know, I would say white knuckling, yeah. but <laughs> I, I can't. You might as well, yeah, you have to like cover yourself in reflective tape. No, I get it. And, and no. I don't see particularly well. So okay. anything that I see scares the 
Then so maybe you're better off on the treadmill. I would not want to want you out on the roads. <laughs> yeah, no, I've had I've had things jump out, and I have like a full on reaction. But when I do run outside, um, I I think I think the Parkway is like sure. It's a, it's yeah. easy. It's, it's close. I can and I can run to the Parkway from my house, and mm -hmm. then go into the Parkway and come back. I mean, I've kind of gotten away from the driving somewhere yeah. and then running because sure, i just yeah. want to get to it and so i can like cut through the neighborhoods but i i love i love that park that's where i i learned to be a distance runner because mm -hmm. i can't do you know no one's asking me to do triple jump anywhere and if you ever, so. right if you ever if you ever take up disc golf you can go there too oh yeah it's sure. yes i've done that with my husband <laughs> uh, pre pre-children um we yeah. had a lot of activities that we could do i'm with you but listen, before I let you go, I do want to ask you this. Um, campaigning is different probably than anything you've ever done before. How has it been for you? I mean, you now, you know, you have to put yourself out there. You have to talk to, to voters in Lehigh County. What has that experience been like so far? Um, it's nerve wracking. <laughs> it's nerve wracking. Look, I, this is fine. I, I, sure. <laughs> I like talking to people, but right now I'm in a, a process where I have to go up to strangers one yeah. after one after one after one and ask them to sign my petition during COVID times. They've never seen mm -hmm. me before. And it, you know, it's not my favorite thing in the world, but right. it, it's totally worth it. I've, I've been making my kids go, <laughs> I made my son go with me and <laughs> he's just like, mom, you always have something to say to people. I was like, yeah. You know, it, it comes, it comes, you get more comfortable with it over time. Well, it, that's great. It's hard. It's hard. <laughs> I can, well, yeah, I mean, just even the stipulation with COVID and everybody's different. And we know that, you know, when you're approaching someone, you don't know what, you know, what their thoughts are on it. So you have to be even doubly precautious. But listen, we wish you all the best um, in the show notes. If you want to be sure to check out any more information, it's uh, shieldsforlcjudge.com. Um, and the, the primary is May 18th, right, for voting? May 18th, but uh, the ballots will be mailed home. In right, March. yes, and most people so, are going to be. <laughs> so it's going to be two whole months of voting. <laughs> Just vote whenever you feel like it in the next couple of months. But, uh, you know, it's, it's so nice to talk to, to you to get you know, perspective on people who, I always, uh, people who can love it too and people move in, even though you've been here for a while. Um, and to hear about what other people think about where they live. I think that's just something that will never get old. You know, it's, it's fun to hear somebody talk about Yakos as when you know as an about outsider. It. Yeah. Cause no, you know, I, what, do you, what do you really think? I'm curious. We, so. we should have a full on food uh, conversation. I'm, in. I, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I like food. Um, part of the, part of the running thing allows me to eat a lot. <laughs> it's um, the bonus. Yeah. It, it is the bonus. And I, we can talk about Union and Finch versus, you know, sure. vegan butcher, butcher, which is the worst name place, but really great food. Um, right. Versus and I haven't been to the downtown Allentown market yet, unfortunately, due to, you know, current issues, but I'm really looking forward to going there. Yeah. Zahara's uh, there, which is, yeah. um, I, their maiden voyage is Aladdin. Mm -hmm. um, so, and the Korean, what's the Korean place? Um, forget the name of the Korean place that's down there. I just, Bring I, I want, that market, Google it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, I just want us to get back to so that we can go back to eating. But if you like uh, arepas, do you have you ever had of arepas? I have, yes. La bicicleta.
It's lo mejor. It's And where is that in Allentown? It is downtown Allentown, just off oh, yeah. of Hamilton. It's across from, was that the ADP building? Sure, right yeah. Right the right and, and there's, a, there's a bike out front. <laughs> it's, it's a Venezuelan. You can't miss it. <laughs> yeah, you can't miss it. Is that new? It's maybe a year okay. or so old, um, but obviously hit by COVID a little they bit. They picked quite the year through. to yeah. They picked quite they've, the year to open, huh? <laughs> yeah, no, they've been getting through. The woman that got, helped teach me Spanish, her sister is one of the chefs there. So that's I awesome. Uh, that's another story. Let me know. <laughs> sí, yeah, yo hablo español también porque yo vivo aquí en la en la ciudad de Allentown. You gotta speak Spanish here. You gotta like try. No, it's true. I mean, I know enough that I could probably have a very stilted conversation. But you're right. Even with talking with Matt, you know, Turk as well, is something that's just almost essential at this point. To be honest, if you're gonna be he's funny, fluid. He's he's yeah. uh, he's fluid yeah. and fluent. Um, I'm yeah. still. I've only been studying for a couple of years, but I do think it's it's worth it. And that's I another so reason too. why we're here. Our kid can go to a school that's Spanish immersion. Well, as I say, with me, it's like I, you know, I can never go back and do that to have myself be able to to learn. But it, it's amazing to know that she has the opportunity to do that and could be you, you know, bilingual. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> but no, I, I'm always learning along the way. I'm always recruiting for the class, the, the adult class. I know, and I'm, not, I'm gonna have to learn more. I mean, it's just, it is what it is. You know, it's just the inevitable, if I'm gonna wanna interact and communicate with as many people as I want to in my in my community, you know, it, it behooves me to, to do that, so. It opens up your world here, it really Great. does. So, um, can't can't recommend it highly enough, but it's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you. I hope Yeah, this was so much fun. Well, hey, hold on for one second. I'm gonna end this and I'll say goodbye off camera, but thank you again so much for coming on and I appreciate it. Anytime. And great, best of luck. Thank you. A big thank you again to Marilyn for coming on the show. We wish her the best of luck. You can get all her information in the show notes. Hey, get in touch. We're going to be doing some really fun things this some, uh, spring and summer. And if you would like to get involved, you can do so by hitting us up in the show notes. Thank you to our sponsors. Thank you to everybody who listens. Thank you so much. Talk to you next time.